So here today some people are new to meditation, some people are experienced meditation practitioners. Uh, when you hear about meditation, there are so many different kind of meditation here in this country. Right? There are so many different kind of techniques people are practicing. What kind of meditation techniques you know if you make a list? Okay, loving kindness. We are very familiar with that, you know, Blue Lotus. Insight. Insight meditation, okay, that's another popular one. Any other techniques people use it every day? Imagery. Huh? Imagery, okay. Walking meditation. Maybe stretching meditation. Okay, okay. Mantra. Mantra, yes, that's another one. And people listen to the music. Right? People call it the meditation too. So, um, last night uh, somebody asked me why we are focusing on the breath? Why is, why you are using, why we are using that technique? Right? Why we are focusing on the breath? That's an, you know, the breathing meditation. So then I thought, that's a really good question because there are so many, then I asked that person, why you are asking that question? Then he said there are so many different techniques, you know, the people are keep talking about. And what is your suggestion? What is the best meditation technique we can practice? Right? I said the best one, I don't know the best one, it depends on the person how you want it. Right? So, then I was thinking about it a lot. Uh, the first time when we are in this area, so I'm getting used to the culture and the people and I don't know about that much about the local community, how they are thinking, their cultural background, their words and everything is very strange to me because I don't know, because totally new. So there was another monk who was uh, used to live with me, Bhante Chan, you know, most of people know. And so we both live together and one time when I was the uh, when I was in the grocery store, he called me and asked me, can you buy some tea? Right? Then I said, okay, why not? Because I am so familiar with tea, because I know the tea, right? <laughs> because Silan tea, you know, growing all over the country, I said, okay, sure, because I am so proud to buy some tea, right? So then I went to the store, and that's the first time I experienced, I was looking some tea, then I saw thousand kind of tea bags. <laughs> Right? Thousand kind, many kind. I was looking at them, oh my God, lot. I never seen, even we are growing tea in Sri Lanka, there are so many tea in Sri Lanka. Just black tea or some green tea. Right? That's it. <laughs> so, what happened now, my mind is so used to the American culture, I start to read the labels like you. Right? Now I'm reading the labels, then I saw this tea is good for sleep, good for wake up, yogi's tea, yogini's tea, calming your mind, and you know, so many different kind of teas. So I was so confused. <laughs> I was so confused. Then I realized the person who asked the meditation about the meditation, sometimes people, think when they have so many teachers and techniques, they don't know what is the best technique for them. You know, one person said he was running around 15 years and practicing meditation, Still he is confused about meditation practice. You know, then he said, why I am confused? I don't know what is the best thing for me. Because I call it now meditation shopping. 
people <laughs> trying and different things. So, I can see so many different techniques, meditation techniques here in this country, like mantra meditation and listen to the music and most of meditation technique people are using everyday life, they want to relax themselves. They want to experience some relaxation. Right? Those techniques, they have temporary benefit. Temporary benefit. You know, think about, listening to the music is a wonderful thing. Right? It's a kind of meditative state of the mind. So, after you listen and after you walk out, then you are in the same place. In that moment, you have benefit from that. It is temporary. It's not permanent. It will go away from you. Right? So, it's like when you have a headache, what you are doing? Using some Tynanol or Advil or something like that. Right? When you read the box of the Tynanol, it's a temporary relief. It means your headache will come again. Right? <laughs> so, most of meditation practices we are doing, they have temporary uh, relief and benefit. People feel good about it. What happened? Then people, this is a great meditation. Wow, I like it. So cool. So, I want to practice it. But they don't know most of techniques we are using, we have temporary benefit. But, when you go into, uh, when you practice, loving kindness meditation or insight practice or breathing meditation, there are so many other benefits. Those benefits are not temporary. Right? So, let's talk about um, what is the science behind the breathing meditation. Right? So, when you focus on the breath, what will happen to you? When you focus on the breath? Is something happening inside when you focus on the breath? We all are breathing every day, right? Mm -hmm. So it, it calms, it can, it can reduce blood pressure. Right, yes. Right, that's the word. We are calming down. Mm -hmm. Right, we are calming down when we focus on the breath. Think about opposite of that. When we are angry, mm -hmm. when we are angry, what will happen to our breath? Yes, fast and right. So that means we can do so many bad things when we are angry, right? I had a really good experience. One time, one of my students, um, 10.30 at night, he called me and said, Bhante, I'm so angry. I asked, what happened? Right? I had a really big fight with my father. Right? I said, oh, really? So then he said, I'm tired with him, I'm moving out from this house. I don't care about him anymore. Then I said, 10.30 at night? Yes, he said, keep telling me, no, I'm going out. I said, okay, that's a good decision, great. If you want to live, because all your life you live with your father, you can move out. That's great. That's a good decision, I said. But I said, it is too late. 10.30 at night, too late, where do you go? Right? No, but still he wants to go. I asked him to calm down and let's do it tomorrow. Right? So then he said, you know, okay, I listen to him because he's a very good student. <laughs> he, he listened to me and said, okay, I will do it tomorrow morning. I know what is coming. Right? So, every morning when he is driving to work, he called me. Then he called me and I asked, you know my friend, now you are getting ready to move, or you are packing or something. No, I am driving to work. Right? What happened to your plan? No, I changed it. <laughs> right? I, asked, I asked, what happened? Now I am not angry. Now I am not angry. Right? When we are angry, our, you know, the breath is fasting and then we are making wrong decisions. 
We are not calm at all. Right? So when we focus on the breath, we are calming down. We are calming down. Then we can see what is happening inside our body and the mind. What is happening? So Buddha said it, it is like a lake or pond. When the pond is muddy, dirty, um, then we cannot see the bottom of the lake. Right? Maybe there are so many precious things in the bottom of the lake. Because of you know, mud, we cannot see it. Right? When you have clear water, then we can see deep inside. Same thing with this breath. When we really focus on the breath, what will happen? We are calming down, then we can see what is happening inside your body and the mind. Then you can see your feelings, your emotions, your thoughts and reactions. We can see everything. When we are angry, we don't see the reality. Right? So, breath means life, right? Mm -hmm. Breath means life. You know, the yoga people, Jason, pranayam, right? Pranayam. So that means life-giving breath. Life-giving breath. So, when we take, you know, the people who took the precepts in the Blue Lotus Temple, what is the first precept? No killing. No killing. Right? If you remember the Pali word, pranagata, pranatipata, pranagata. Prana means life. Prana means life, right? Gata means destroying. That means destroying a life. So then people think pranagata means just killing other beings. That's the way we interpret, that's the way we explain. I think that's wrong. That's right, but there's a deeper meaning behind right? So if somebody wants to destroy some, you know, somebody's life or kill some animal or people or something like that, what do we have to do first? Hmm? Huh? I think we have to kill ourselves first. That means we have to destroy my breath before I do something negative. That means I am killing myself first, then I am destroying somebody's life. First I am destroying my breath, then I am destroying somebody's breath. Right? So when you focus on the breath, what will happen? You feel my breath is very important. You are giving value to your life. You are giving value to your breath. Every time when you are giving value to your breath, then you feel other people's breath also wonderful. Then we are respecting to others. So, very important, Buddha said, when you focus on your breath, he is the one, she is the one giving the peace to the whole universe. Right? Start from yourself, then you can see everything is wonderful. All the beings, trees, rivers, moon, sun, everything, you are taking care of the whole environment. That means you are taking care of your breath. So the, that's the science behind the breath. That's why we are keep asking. Now how many years I am doing this meditation with Blue Lotus people? More than how many years? 2003. 2003 we started, right? Still I am keep asking focus on the breath. Because we, we are not dead. <laughs> right? Still we are breathing. So we have to focus on it. So now just imagine, just think to yourself, practicing this breathing, meditation, how much you gain, how much you learn about yourself, how much patience you have, how much understand about yourself, your thoughts, your feelings, emotions, all those things. 
You learn a lot about focusing on the breath, right? I didn't teach anything. You are the one who learned. You did by yourself. That's the science. So keep breathing. <laughs> Don't forget. <laughs> so any question, any comments about the breathing? Yes? Why is it when you experience difficulty, one of the first things that you do is you hold your breath, whether it's you become scared or if you hurt yourself, or you always stop breathing. It's just like fight or flight. I think it's just the tension of the surprise. It makes all your muscles contract, and that's what holds in there. So I think that's the I think that's a human nature to right physical reaction. I think to survival purpose, you know, like that. You know, even animal, you know, think about they have different behaviors to do that. Right? Yeah. So any thoughts? Any comments? Any questions? Um, I've never meditated before. That was my first, mm -hmm. and I found that I felt like I was going to pass out, and my ears were really hot. Mm -hmm. Is that normal? <laughs> <laughs> so this is the thing. <coughs> When you practice meditation, when you are totally new to this, many different things will happen inside your body, right? Then people are thinking, you know, oh, something wrong with me, or what is happening to me? That's why you ask, is it normal? Those things will happen. You know, you experience that one, maybe other people experience a totally different one. Those are not, you know, no need to clinging to them, then let it pass, right? That's the best thing, let it pass, right? So somebody... Somebody sent me an email a um, couple of months ago. You know, I was the first time I was doing the meditation, and I don't know something wrong with my eyes after meditation, right? Then I said the best thing you can do go to the eye doctor. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not wrong with the meditation or something like that. So there's something physical, right? It's because people think you know when you meditate things will happen like that. No, that's not. Right? That means things are happening all the time. When we are meditating, that means we are calm state of mind. We can experience those things very easily. We are very sensitive to that. Right, right. Right, exactly. Let it be. Don't try to fix it. You know, the, no, no need to uh, try to understand what is happening, you know. Let it be. Watch it. <laughs> I think when you first um, when you first sit in this position for mm -hmm. a while, and you said you get warm like after ten minutes, you don't realize how much work you actually are doing to yeah. to hold that position and mm -hmm. to and and it does sometimes help to. It's okay to move. It's I mean, gosh, we moved all the whole time, but <laughs> you know, it's okay to to move and to change your position as long as like you say to be mindful of it. But I know when I first started. I, I felt kind of fatigued, which I felt like was the complete opposite of what you're supposed to feel. Right, right, right. But yeah, you just, all these new sensations you never felt right. before. Exactly. My way of telling people all the time, if you want to change, change. But you have to know I'm doing it. I'm changing. Right? So, I don't want to see, you know, when people come to the meditation, you know, Bhante uh, Sujato, other Buddhist monk giving us a punishment. <laughs> right? I don't want to feel that way, right? So you are your own, you are mastering yourself. So you have to find your own pace. So if you want to change your posture, change it. But you have to know I'm changing my posture. So if you want to change, don't jump into the change right away. Just take a moment and think and feel. 
then do it. Right? Mindfully. Then it's become a part of your meditation practice. Right? Otherwise, you know, no, I don't want to change. That means you are struggling. That means you are, don't do anything. Right? Sitting on the cushion is difficult first time. If it is difficult, get up and go have a chair. <laughs> and do the meditation. Stand up. Remember in the beginning, every day I ask people to stand up. Now I don't do it that much. <laughs> people love it. Right. People love it. When, you know, five minutes we are standing and practicing meditation. Any other questions? Well, sometimes when, uh, in, when I get into meditation too, and I know it happens for others, that when you get to the spaciousness, so you're, there's that calm and things can start to arise, so emotions can start to arise that we may have preferred to push away mm -hmm. before because that's uncomfortable, but during the meditation, they arise more freely, mm -hmm. and so then we can have physical reactions like feeling flushed, right. or our heart may start, we may get more excited, mm -hmm. or we may feel teary, or um, any of those kinds of right. things, because exactly. it's just the awareness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We are more aware. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's yeah, the thing. Let it, let it come. Right, let it's it there, come. It's there right, to exactly. Teach you right, exactly. It's that's a good experience. Something. I remember the first time I came here for meditation. I actually went into a dream. Is that normal or? So that means you are sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> So during the sleep, we see, you know, every day, you know, the, you know, when we are not mindful, that means we all are in a dream, mm -hmm. right? We, even we are walking, right? So, you know, I make a pun with you, so, and so when we are walking around, but we are not mindful, what is happening? All the time we are dreaming, right? We are thinking about something about the future, right? So maybe you are away from the, what you are doing, sometimes those things will happen, right? Be aware about them, right? Right? So, other word for the meditation, come out from the dream. That's another word for the meditation. Come out from the dreams. That means you are fully awake. You are fully awake. We know exactly what is happening. Right? Okay, thank you so much. Then let's do the chant. Okay, please start. <coughs> yes, sir. Dhammam saranam 